Buyers and this is Associations Today. My guest is J.T. Forbes, CEO of the Indiana University Alumni Association, the third largest alumni body in the country. And it's my pleasure to talk to J.T. today about how he is pushing the boundaries with his alumni association in terms of being innovative and creating relevance for members. Uh, Welcome, J.T. We're happy to have you here. Glad to be here. I've been impressed with how you have really worked hard to be innovative and to be on the leading edge in terms of what alumni associations are doing and how they create value for members. I'm curious, on a personal level, what are you doing and how are you making that happen for your organization? Well, we're making this happen at Indiana University by listening eloquently to our alumni. They seek a powerful network of fellow IU graduates that will help them navigate both their professional and personal lives. And they know they got a great education here. And they want their alumni association to really act almost like a human wiki, um, capable of providing relevant and useful connections that meet their needs at different stages of their lives. We've learned this by really doing a lot of surveying and getting a lot of feedback on what really matters and what they really are looking for in order to stay connected to their alma mater throughout their lives. Are you surveying internally? Or are you using an, an external surveying organization to help you? How's that happening? We do a series of things. We um, initially um, participated for the second time in the Alumni Attitude Survey um, done by the Performance Enhancement Group to give us a second benchmark from our prior study. And then we also collaborate um, with other parts of the institution, our admissions office, our development uh, marketing arm, our university marketing research. We actually have 1,700 alumni at any given time involved in virtual online panels to help us shape and test ideas. So it's a variety of sources, and they all add up to people seeking more content and connections related to careers. So talk a little bit then about um, career and job coaching. Um, did sure. that evolve as a result of what you were hearing from individuals? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, again, numerous um, input and points of um, feedback. We listened to, intently to what they had to say and really came up with a great blueprint for building an innovative program, all predicated on the idea that we've really got to look at ourselves as not having one monolithic alumni body or membership, but a membership that spans multiple generations and at different life stages, all expecting things more uniquely tailored to what they need at those given key moments in their lives. So essentially, you're segmenting your your alumni, um, mm-hmm. and, and rather than trying to be all things to all people at different stages, you, know, you do have a challenge when you have um, very old living alumni and uh, alumni that that have yet to become alumni. And so in in respect, in some respects, that makes it a very complicated task. But you've essentially said, we're going to serve all of you. We're just not going to serve all of you the same. Correct. Although the segmentation actually makes it simpler for us, because what it lets us do is say, what is it that alumni are seeking and how do we meet them where they are? And then also, we recognize that Alumni that are close to each other in these different life stages have more to offer than just waiting until somebody's at the end of their career to help somebody at the beginning. Got it. And so it really allows us to really think about how we're going to mobilize our alumni, not only as people that receive services from us, but also as volunteers in this movement to help one another and IU throughout our lives. So you're not just looking at a membership, you're looking at creating a movement. 
Exactly. In fact, that's really where we're flipping our model. We're out doing some studies to really see what, how to best frame this. Because for us, we're moving more and more less away from wanting to validate a transactional relationship where you join to get stuff okay. and more of a lifelong relationship about how you join to help yourself and others become part of this wildly useful, seriously fun network of fellow graduates who back one another throughout their lives. Interesting. I love that. As, as innovation continues to be a large part of, of your work, what advice would you give to other association professionals who want to capitalize what you're, on, what you're doing, but they might work outside of the alumni space? You know, sure. what, what kinds of things would you encourage them to be thinking about? Well, sure. Well, first, you have to accept that you're in a race for relevance that's really about value to those you're seeking to serve and not value back to feed the organization. Um, some other things is that, you know, especially for um, longstanding, you know, we're 160 years old, and I think there's a lot of associations like that. And I think one of the things is, that is um, innovation and tradition are not mutually exclusive. You can sustain time-honored traditions and programs, but you've got to start focusing on investment also in the other places you can do um, good. Because really, leadership in these times and associations, to me, is a mix of evolution and revolution, and you've got to know how to navigate that. Um, You really have to decide what counts in terms of how you're advancing your mission and start counting it. Too many organizations fail to come up with a really um, straightforward way to measure their impact and they end up in analysis by paralysis. You know, since we've started applying net-net measures to our work, both net promoter outcomes from net promoter surveying and net revenue outcomes, we've really been able to see where we're performing best and purposefully abandon things that aren't working and move forward with things where we can really move the needle. Wonderful. Um, JT, though, that's a, a great, that, that whole idea of being able to measure so that you know how the movement is, is influencing mm-hmm. rather than just doing it by gut instinct. Um, I, I love that. It's always a pleasure for me to uh, talk to you. I'm always inspired and encouraged. Uh, appreciate the work you're doing so much. And thank you for your time here today. 